Welcome to the Wesleyan Airway with Kentucky Wesleyan College President Tom Mitzel. The next few moments belong to Tom and special guest. And now, part two of an interview between me and Tom Mitzel. And we've talked, just sitting in here at the radio station, just in conversation, never realized we might put it on the radio sometime, (laughs) but, you know, just on campus alone, understanding how students study now. Right. I know you've had to study them and watch them and how the library is kind of evolving. Right. To accommodate how students study. You want to touch on some of that? Well, the the library really should not be called a library. It is really a a study area, a a collaboration area, and many institutions have gone with that. We have a beautiful space, but it's filled with books, and uh, students don't read the books on the shelves much anymore. They they can get everything they really want online, and we have collaborations with online e-books, and it's easier for them to do that. What they need is a place where they can get together and study, collaborate, work on projects, and not just with themselves, but with their professors or, or with uh, their, their research faculty or their choir professors or whomever. So what we want to do is to take our library, which is now really a book warehouse is what I call it. It's, it's a perfect replica of a 1950s library, but it doesn't work today, and turn it into that, that type of area, that collaborative study area with it. That's not the... When, when you walk in, you don't get the shh signal. You, you, yeah. you hear people talking. You hear about what is going on. But it's also a place where, where students can go if they – we'll have a writing center, a math center, uh, a, a research center to really help students with those types of skills that they want to build or maybe just need to be tweaked. You know, it's not just mm-hmm. the first-year student who needs to go to the writing center. Sometimes it's that senior working on that final thesis, and, and they're trying to figure out – how does the writing for this particular journal or this particular line of, of English, how does that work? I have not seen that before. So we want for this to really be a place for, for the students of all ages, but also faculty, where faculty can get together and collaborate, both with students and with themselves. So that's what we're trying to do is turn that into a, a really modern area of, of research and collaboration. And that connects to the, the pillars, one of the things that, that had not happened at Kentucky Wesleyan College in a little over 20 years was a capital campaign. And capital campaigns are good for two reasons. One is, obviously, what most people think of is to raise funding for different projects and for the future of the institution. But the second reason that you want to have a capital campaign is that you have discussions about the future of the institution, where it's going, and you get people on board with a single voice about the direction in which the institution should be going. So when I arrived in January, uh, before COVID shut everything down, and, and even after COVID, I went on what I called a speaking tour, or not speaking tour, listening tour. Well over 80 conversations with people, and they were, they were wonderful. And basically, I would ask, what were their hopes and dreams for the institution, and, and how could we help get there? And so from all of those conversations, we were able to filter down to 14 main areas. We did a survey that was able to, uh, we were able to get those down to three main areas. And when I look out the window of the president's house, I see the three pillars three that pillars. came from Winchester. And I thought, what better way to build the future of Kentucky Wesleyan College than on this platform of pillars that we brought from, from the Winchester campus? So we wanted to get into three pillars. One is academic excellence, one is financial excellence, and, and one is uh, capital, uh, buildings, things of that nature. And the, the biggest thing is we got, in order to really flesh out those three pillars, and I won't get into each one right now, we don't have, have time, but we had board members, faculty, staff, and students all working together. And, and so for the first time in a little over 20 years, we brought together these disparate communities to really talk about the future 
of Kentucky Wesleyan College. So the hope is that these conversations will drive not only the beginning of a capital campaign, but will really drive the vision for the college in the next five years, 10 years, and 20 years. And that led right into what I was going to ask, what your vision is. It's obvious. I don't think you took into account 2020 having a pandemic in your face. You have a year vision, two-year, five-year, 10-year plan, and this pillar is wrapped right into that. Correct. And we actually, I will say, maybe we got a little bit lucky with COVID. Nobody could do anything. So we could meet by Zoom and all of these committees where you would have an impossible time getting these folks together because they're they're from across the nation when you look at the board members and and Mm -hmm. when students would go home for the summer. But nobody could go out. So we could all meet by Zoom. I think we made a lot of progress in a short period just because nobody had anything else to do. So they they were all happy to come together and talk about the future of Kentucky Wesleyan College. It seems, right, as far as capital, the Winchester seems to be kind of, the Winchester Center Correct. seems to be kind of in the center. Because it's literally the center of the campus, but it seems to be the center of the your focus. And it's going to get completely reorganized, it seems, including the, the library. From there, it seems to just go out. It's a real domino effect with yeah. Winchester, and some of it will depend on how much money we can raise. So we, we can do that building in phases if needed. But we want to – that the student collaboration – student faculty collaboration center, uh, we envision a two-story um, area okay. that, that really encompasses what we need for the student body. And that would entail then having to put in a new dining hall. And which would be good because right now our dining hall is situated on top of our library. So whenever they get a leak, we have <laughs> issues with, with the reading material. So those are some of the changes. But we also, uh, and I've talked to you about this, and we're very excited. You are uh, sitting sort of on the edge of campus and, and with the excitement that has grown uh, just in the past year that I've been here, we would really love to highlight the radio station and place it in the Winchester Center in the center of campus and show it off. Uh, we're very proud of, of what you've done with the radio station and where it goes. And I think it's probably one of the better college stations in the nation. And so this would really be able to highlight what it is you do. The nation. Wow. Yeah. Man, just boost my ego a little bit more there. <laughs> we've done a lot with the station. We've done a lot with the campus this last year. Sky's the limit to what we're going to achieve together. I was just thinking just now, we got a sports broadcast team we have to develop, a news team. That's this coming semester is a complete news team. We went from the entire team of students of five to we need five for the news team. This could be KWCSPN. There you go. <laughs> so uh, reverting back to the pillars. Now, this summer, I'm noticing it's finishing up the uh, activity hall. What's going to happen there? I know the activity hall was a blessing in disguise yes. for the COVID and the spacing. That, you know, Now you're back to what the original plan was, I think. Well, we weren't quite sure when we were able to pick up this building which right next to campus so it really extends campus in a very organic way and being situated on college drive and frederica is in the perfect place uh it had the it it needed some work uh last summer we put in over 140 volunteer hours just to get it ready for this fall and it, it didn't look tip top by any means but it was usable and with the physical distancing we had to do on the main campus as you said, it was godsend. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, I'm not sure how we would have been able to bring all of the students back in the manner that we did. But that building had been discussed over the course of, of five or ten years to an extent. And 
it had gone through multiple iterations of should be given to one particular department or one discipline. And what we wanted to do this fall out of necessity was open it up to whatever, and which is where we got the term activity hall. Yeah. So if anybody out there wants to put their name on it, give me a call and we can talk numbers. But what we found this fall was that it was used by theater, choir, the, the ministry program, wrestling, community groups, and we discovered that it really should be a building that maintains a sort of flow-through flex space. So we are redoing the entirety of the auditorium, putting in really nice audiovisual so that it can be utilized at, at the top levels for our professors who are doing theater, community projects who are coming on in ministries, who, who now has a great pod, podcast, and there we go again, with, yeah. um, every week with their, with their ministry show. But we also are putting some educational spaces in there because we definitely need some some educational spaces. And we're not going to give those to any particular department, but they're going to be flex educational spaces nice. so that anybody can use them. We also found, especially this year, that we had very little commuter space. So students would come onto campus and they didn't really have a place in between classes where they could relax and, and, and just be themselves. So we're putting in a commuter lounge over there that will um, hopefully go along with the one we have in the administration building, but to give people a little extra areas. And then we have what's called the C-Store in Winchester, and that's a 24-hour store. Students slide their card, and they walk in, and they can get food items uh, 24 hours a day. We're putting one of those in the activity hall as no well. No kidding. No kidding. Okay. So what we're really doing is, is in a way, creating a second student center. Um, ministries will, will continue to have a very large uh, footprint in that building because and and they've done the majority of the work over there they've been just amazing but they didn't have offices they they went from two interns uh five years ago to 14 interns and they really didn't have a place to be so now they do uh we've gave we've given theater storage area in that place of that now they can do their productions and have somewhere to store their their items which they didn't have before uh but it but it really will just remain open we hope that choir will continue to use it and then we hope and we hope the community wants to continue to use that because we want this to be a focal point for our campus and for owensboro and davis county it's been really fun watching that and, and it was actually fun pulling carpet up last summer. Yes, i was there with you on that day and painting too <laughs> yes so i was in yes. there uh, last month and saw some walls and i went hey i painted that and that and that so it was, a lot, it was it's it's really neat being part of a campus community that's what we are we're family and we pitch in together and do what we can together well, and with the added work we're doing this summer, we'll have a grand reopening this fall because we we did find some money to do some very nice upgrades within the building for our students, faculty, and staff. So we're I'm really looking forward to being able to open that up again. In 2019, when you were interviewed for this position as president of Kentucky Wesleyan College, if they had said to you, Tom Mitzel, <laughs> next year when you take over as president, you're going to be staring in the face of a pandemic be faced with some pretty daunting uh, decisions and you know you did and and your whole team because you had to put a coronavirus sure. uh, team together if they had said to you you were going to face that and you're going to have to focus on that primarily in, in 2020 instead of what you had in mind what would you have said and done two possible answers to that the first is if i didn't take the job would there have been a pandemic <laughs> wow. So is this an either or? So if I take the job, there's a pandemic. If I don't take the job, there's no pandemic. Okay. I probably would have avoided the pandemic for everybody's sake. Yeah. But the pandemic was everywhere. 
Yeah. And it would not have mattered where I was. And my thought, if you have to go through something as difficult as with what the world dealt and is still dealing, would you want to be in an area where you have an incredible amount of support from the community and, and from your colleagues? And given what happened at Kentucky Wesleyan College, I would not have wanted to be anywhere else. This has been just an amazing experience. And the cabinet with whom I worked helped make almost all of the decisions. And I've always been told, put people in the room who are better than you, and you will always succeed. So for me, that's not very hard. I put people in the room who are better than me, and they they have helped the college succeed over the last year. And we dealt a lot with the pandemic. Uh, Obviously, we had to, but we still made a lot of progress in many areas. The pillars were one. Um, the, The Board of Trustees was another. They've been more engaged over the last year than, I, than, than people say they've, they've been in 20 or 30 years. And it took a pandemic, maybe, for that type mm-hmm. of, of engagement. But it happened everywhere. And I think as a college, as a community, we're going to come out of COVID much more strongly than, than, than where we were before, just because we had to come together, and we did. And I've talked to colleagues across the nation where uh, they've mentioned that COVID really sort of tore apart their framework. And they had student marches, faculty marches, and, and, and just disarray on campus. We never had it. We pulled together mm-hmm. so much better. And I think we became a stronger family over the course of the last year. So had I known there was a pandemic coming, I would have hoped that I would have had a community half as strong as what I found. And yes, I would have come. Nice. Great answer. You know, I was we were talking about the growth of the radio station. I feel like the growth of the station was made possible because of what you just said. We were still together as a community and family on campus, so the station was able to flourish in the middle of that. And uh, if it had been another scenario, we might not have. And I feel like the the mentality of campus is what kept us. And also, the station was a good release to, yes. to the frustrations of the 20-plus the kids that I've had back here and going to have next semester. Last semester, last two semesters, this pandemic and they would come back here, close the door, put their headphones on, and disappear into their world. Well, and, and, and that's the thing on on campus. There was all this physically physical distancing, and and you really couldn't interact with people in the way you wanted. But when you get on the radio, you're interacting with everybody, you're and in the same fashion, in the same fashion as pre-COVID. So there is a little snippet of history, and and, yeah. and just that beauty of what was, what once was, and what will be again. So that instant connection. With the phones and the radio. Right. And yeah, that was a good way to put that in. Of course, if you're walking in the Winchester, we're playing in there. And somebody like Rebecca or Becca would uh, text me and go, I just heard a student talk about me. What's going on? You know, so. <laughs> welcome to radio. Welcome to radio. So I, anything else you want to add as we wrap up this two-part series? No, I thank you for, for this. This has been wonderful. And I've been interacting with you and the show and the students for the past year and it's it's really been one of my highlights and i i really do enjoy coming over as uh, whenever i can and i know i've missed a few appointments so you can write me up as well just cut my salary in half from what you normally pay me okay. we'll go from there so, um, but no it's it's really been a joy and and the college is moving in a great direction and it's it's really due to everybody coming together and, and just proud to be here humbled absolutely. to be here absolutely thank you so much tom thank you